0: Welcome to Tribes Podcast. Thank you for making this message a part of your week. If you're ever in Jackson Hole, we would love for you to visit our tribe family. We meet on Sundays at the Snow King Conference Center. And if you'd like to know more about us, you can find us online or on Facebook by searching tribejh.com.
1: stand, sit, stand. Sorry, no kneeling bar. Um, But Oh, a kneeler. All right. Uh, So uh, last week, um, or at the beginning of the month, uh, the Lord put something on my my heart um, about this idea and concept of of testimonies and stewarding the testimonies. And a testimony is simply something that, that God has done in your life that you then share a a story of victory a war story and and then this past uh, week I announced that on Saturday that we were going to go over to Idaho Falls and we were just going to to share our story and and pray and see if there would be anybody that God would uh, put in our path that that we could share with and so on Friday we did uh, we did we met at our house We just did like a short little crash course training. And then on Saturday, so yesterday we went to the mall in Idaho Falls and there were 10 of us or so. Um, And we split up into teams of two and we were, we were doing this thing called, for lack of a better word, just prophetic evangelism. Like, well, now what is, what does that even mean? evangelism sounds scary and really churchy but the idea is that instead of going up and like hitting somebody over the head with the Bible do you know Jesus like some sort of karate thing like and I'm not saying that doesn't work at times because it works at times but that's not what we were doing yesterday. So what we were doing yesterday is like, okay, Lord, you have prepared people of peace, like all around us. And what we want to do is partner with what you are already doing in the hearts and lives of of people that are going to be at the mall, like the busiest shopping day of the year. And It was a God thing that they even got me over to the mall in Idaho Falls because I abhor that whole scene, but there was hustle and bustle and everything and lots of holly and jolly, and what we did is we split up into small teams of two, and then we just walked around the mall, or we sat in different places and said, all right, Lord, we know that you're already working on people's hearts all across the mall. Um... All we want to do is partner with what you're already doing in people's hearts, and then have a conversation with them. Maybe share a word of encouragement that you would put on our hearts. And so we went and did that for a couple of hours, and then, you know, like any good Christian, you always celebrate afterwards at Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, yeah. Uh, and so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna invite Ben to, um, Ben Bartlett come share a story real quick, and then I'm gonna ask uh, Kim oh Kim's here let me have Kim go first let me have Kim go first I didn't even see you there Kim, Kim! so come on up here uh so just tell us like on Friday and then what happened on Saturday okay
2: well um Brian did an awesome job training us and it was like getting us super excited to go out and um just love on these people and there's one story that I had that I probably won't share, but I'll just share this other one instead. <laughs> um, and
1: Put that right here at the bottom of your chin. Glue it <laughs> <here>. right <laughs> there. Okay. Perfect.
2: Okay. So, um, the first person that we, uh, that we, um, saw, um, and that we wanted to go pray for, it was just like, she, she was there and she had her walker and we're like, okay, God, do you want us to talk to her? Do you want us to talk to her? And we're, like, folding clothes and, like, super nervous and we're, like, trying to, like, super distracted and we're, like, oh, my gosh, do we talk to her? Do we talk to her? And finally we go talk to her and we're, like, hey, this might be a little bit awkward, but we just want to tell you that um, that God loves you and we just feel like God wants us to say that He sees you. And she just stopped and she just Weeped and, weeped and weeped and weeped and weeped and weeped and we just prayed for her and loved on her and just held her and just prayed for her right in the store and it was just so powerful just to see us being used for God's glory and she just she just was so thankful and so touched that God sees her so
1: that's how awesome. cool is that so, stay right there tell the tell the Friday picture and then the story, tell it just like it happened because it's important. I wasn't going to tell that <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> oh, okay,
2: you want me to uh, set it up? Oh, God, okay, so um, so we're praying and God gives us. This is on God, Friday. This is on Friday and we're praying for it. And we're just like, really just God use us, God uses. us. Show us who you want us to, to minister to. And Brian had a vision a vision, and my vision was this lady, and she had um, she had short strawberry blonde hair, and she had a wrinkly face and glasses, and I saw her, and she was alone, and um, I'm like, okay, so we prayed for her, and we're praying, like, praying for her, and then um, as I'm walking up to Idaho Falls, as I'm walking up to the mall, I'm praying, and I'm like, God, like, use us, use us, use us, and I look up, no joke, the first person I see in Starbucks was this lady. <laughs> and um, I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, God, is it her, is it her, is it her, is it her, is it her,
1: is it her? Is it her? Let's just take and a, uh, a quick pause and, and say, you catch your breath. I think that there are lots of people out there sitting there today and that will listen to the podcast and watch the live stream. <laughs> and they themselves feel led by the Lord to do or say something sometime in their life. And the exact phrase that will run through their head is, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> So if you've ever felt the, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like, is this a God thing? Okay. Right here. All right, okay, now keep going. Yeah.
2: So I see her, but like, I was super thrown off because in my vision, she was alone and she was with her family. She was with like her son or her daughter-in-law or something. And I'm like, God, is that her? Is it her? And, um, and I was like, God, she was alone in my vision. And, and he's like, that's because she feels alone. She feels alone. So, um, so I'm like, okay. And I didn't like, so I like sit next to her I sit next to the table. Cause like, I'm still like working it out in my head. And I didn't, I was like nervous to go up to her and you guys, I didn't obey. I didn't do it. I didn't go and talk to her and um, I'm like, dang it. <laughs> I'm so mad at myself. And then like, we're going in the, in the mall and I see Brian and I'm like, Brian, like this happened and he's like, okay, well let's pray. Is she still here? And I'm like, I think she's still here. So Brian, Brian prays with me and, um, and my partner, Allie. And Allie was amazing. And um, and no joke, we're done praying. She walks by. <laughs> and um, I'm not even kidding you guys. <laughs> and so um, I wish I could tell you it was like a really awesome um, experience when I did go talk to her to like, you know, like where she just like wept and like we saved her and you know, everything and like it was awesome, but it wasn't, I think it was more about like obedience and me just obe- like being obedient to, to what God was doing in me. And so I went and I talked to her and I just said, Hey, God sees you. He loves you. I'm a Christian. I just want to just love on you right now. And that's what I told Let her. Let her know that
1: she's not alone. Yeah. And, and her, her response yeah. was,
2: it was a little awkward. She just she just looked right at me and she's just like, "Thank you," and walks away. So that's it. But I love
1: that. I love that because yeah. that, that's a part of the testimony and it is real. Yeah. If you're gonna accuse tribe of anything, just we're real. Yeah. We're real. So I love that. Good job, Kim. Anything else? No. Get out of here! Good job, Kim. Uh, ben, come share come share a, a story real quick.
3: And Tammy, thank you. Well, we had so much fun. Um, you know, they call it treasure hunting, and um, for me, it's just an opportunity to to just go out and share the love of Jesus, you know, it's overflowing, each one of us, and, uh, I still have all these different people that we talk to imprinted on my mind, you know, I think about them, and, and I wrote all their names down so that I could continue to kind of pray for them as, you know, as life goes on, but the Tory, the Irma, the, the guys that actually wrapped Crypsis gifts for us, which was, uh, they were doing it for the mechanic, uh, job, yeah organization, and uh, Chris and Dylan and so many that uh, we just had a chance to, I don't know, just love up, you know, and speak into their life and speak a little truth. But uh, I guess one that kind of stands out is um, we were in Old Navy, and we were talking to one of the assistant managers in there, and his name was Cray, and we were just... Cray. Cray. C-R-A-Y. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cray. All right. Yeah. And anyway, we we're just loving this dude up and just telling him how awesome he was, and uh, and uh, he was really attracted to my wife, so that was kind of <laughs> awkward. So uh, I kept trying to get his attention, and he was just focused on Tammy. <laughs> but anyway, was, uh, His testimony is interesting. <laughs> we wrapped that one up about as quick as we could, right? So it's like. A, I gotta move on from this one to somebody else. Anyway, a guy <laughs> comes by while we're talking to Cray and uh, he just
2: <laughs> had a kind of a light on
3: him. And um, he stuck out his hand and and I stuck out my hand and he said, hey, Merry Christmas. And I had this Christmas shirt on. And uh, and he said, my name's John. And he just gave me his name. And I'm like, awesome John, my name's Ben. Great to great to meet you, Merry Christmas to you. And I uh, just had a joy about him. And I couldn't wait to finish up with Cray and get out of there, so that <laughs> quit hitting on my wife. And uh, anyway, so they left. He and his brother, and I guess Sadie, who's caretaker, okay. home oh, oh, caretaker. Anyway, they left, and so we lost them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we gotta find these these people. You know, they're just sweet people. We hunted him.
0: But what he had shared with me—tell him about.
3: Okay. So we're just talking in Vista, and when I shook—Raymond was his older brother. When I shook Raymond's hand, yeah, he had a beard like down to here. It was crazy looking, awesome, you know, perfect for the uh, season. Anyway, when I shook shook his hand and just looked him in the eye, his eyes just fluttered and lit up. They just grew, and I'm like, man, that's Holy Spirit right there. God is gonna do something cool with these two guys. And so anyway, we tracked them down, found them. It's kinda of hard not to find Santa Claus. And uh, so we found them in a one of the sports shops that sells shirts and hats, right? So anyway, uh, I came up to uh, Raymond and began to talk to him a little bit. And I carry these little tags sometimes that are, uh, they're like dog tags. And I carry them in my pocket sometimes. And anyway, they had. A lot of the people in military, they'll call them death tags, but I call them life tags because I feel like plenty of people put a tag on you that is a lie. The world is all about trying to tag you with something that's not true. And so these are, I put affirmations on these little tags that are God's affirmation towards you and how you feel, his affectionate love towards you. And so anyway, I pulled out one of these little tags and put it on a little keychain for Raymond. And I was just talking to him about it and talking about each one of those affirmations to him and, and just speaking into his life and then Right. And then uh, then he came out, John came out and I actually had a tag with John the name his name on it, what means friend of God. Gave that to him. spoke to him about that. And we were just having a good time and I asked them what their favorite sports team was, and of course said the Broncos. And I'm like, man, what a horrible season you guys have had. <laughs> anyway, we talked about that, and laughed about that, and cut up, and and I uh, just said, man, it's Christmas time. Let's go in. Let's pick. I want you to pick out your favorite hat. I'm going to buy you a Christmas present real quick. And so we got a Bronco hat. And we're just having a lot of fun. And then I came out, and Tammy is talking to Sadie, and I'm going to let Tammy share about Sadie. And Sadie
0: was holding up the wall. She really didn't look like she was with Raymond. And she was just kind of giving him some space, I think. But she was darling, and she was just holding up the wall. And I went over there, and I said, oh, are you with them?" And she said, yes, I am. I said, oh, do you do something like home care? Yes. And um, she began to share with me, I mean, just boom, just boom, without me even asking um, how she had accidentally totaled her car. Um, she was not feeling the best. Um, I was sharing affirmations of how that the Lord has such an amazing, amazing plan and purpose for her life in which that she could never ask for it. Okay, that this could be a part of it. It may not be, but that she is important. And so, I, um, we, she said, well, gosh, let me like, what's y'all's story? I said, what do you mean? And she said, well, you seem like we are God-fearing, you know, <laughs> and so, um, and she said, but yeah, you're just different, and I said, well, we're super, super thankful, we're just super thankful, we're old, we've been through a lot, we've had the privilege of being, go, been gone through a lot with the Lord, and He is faithful, and, and we are just so thankful, and we're so thankful to get to meet you, and I said, hey. watch the people going by, so it's kind of discreet, Alright just do whatever you'd like. And she said, you know what, I'll even close my eyes, and I said, well, you do that, so um, at that point, they had just came out, we put our arm, hands on her, we laid hands on her, and it was, uh, yeah, it's, it was Jesus, because he's amazing, and so, you know, it was Jesus, and so when we were finished, no special words, it was Jesus and she had tears and she's like I know exactly where those words came from in your prayer I know exactly where those words came from thank you so much so yeah so we thought the plan was about the guys but the Lord had the full circle going
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's great, great, thank you guys for sharing so much whether you're Buying Broncos gear, handing out dog tags, or having conversations with people. Um, another member of our team saw this lady walking with a big leg brace, and and I love her tenacity. She was like, "Let's just go pray for that lady." And so, Christian, you have a picture of. Uh, uh, so they're in the they're in the mall, and right in Route Twenty One. Uh, is that how you say it, Liz? Yeah. Okay, I got. It. We zoom in a little closer. And so there's a member of our team like kneel down, praying for her. Kim's right there on the other side and praying for that lady. And I love the fact that that members of our team were like, let's just, let's just try it, let's just go for it. And if they're obedient in stepping out, not worrying about the results or what happens, that's. That's the other side of the equation. That's all God's side of the equation. And we're going to, if you're sitting there thinking, oh man, that would absolutely terrify me, but I feel like that's for me, then we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do it again. The, the mall in Idaho Falls is always there and it's a whole lot cheaper than going to Mongolia. <laughs> the last thing that I'm going to say before I have you stand up again is Is a little bit of of my testimony on one side of the equation and the other. Uh, When I was in my early 20s, um, we moved to Jackson Hole. I moved to Jackson Hole with my girlfriend, and uh, we got married uh, when we were 24. 25, 25. We got married when we were 25. Scott was at our wedding. Uh, it was rowdy. It was at the Acadian house. The deck almost broke. Uh, and after, like, after we got married, um, the Lord just started moving in, in a lot of different areas of my heart. And one of the areas that he was moving in my heart was just the music that I was listening to. And uh, and so I was like, you know what? I want to kind of get out all the polluting music from my life and from my heart. So I cleared out all my my music and I really didn't have anything to listen to. After we got married, we were building a log house down in Melody Ranch and uh, a friend of, uh, a relative of mine, my Vietnam vet, Uncle Dean, crazy Uncle Dean, sent me a little envelope and it had this pink Sonic Flood CD in it. And this song I could sing of your love forever was one of the songs on there so we put that song in our CD player and every day while we were working on our house for 14 16 hours a day that we were out at the job site uh, we would just listen to this one CD over and over and over and over and over and my part of the equation was just to be obedient and, and clear the other junk music of my life out the Lord's side of the equation was to replace it with something completely different. It was the first time I had ever really listened to worship music. I mean, I'd heard like Christian radio and I was like, oh, oh. But this was something different about this CD. And uh, for those of you my age or older or younger, whatever, maybe there's an album or a CD of Jesus music that just has some nostalgia connected with it. But I also think that there's something really powerful about when a person kind of pushes the chips of their life all in. And when I hear this song, it reminds me of when I took the chips of my life, not holding anything back of my own, but just said, Lord, I just wanna be all in for you. If you wanna send me to the mall in Idaho Falls and pray for people and look like a fool, have it work out, have it not work out, it doesn't matter clear out all my music, surrender my love and passion for the mountains and mountain biking and skiing and climbing and adventuring. I just surrender it all and I just put all the chips on the table and slid them across. And as I did that, thinking that I was giving something away, I got so much more in return. Love for Jesus, peace, fulfillment, satisfaction in Him. And that's really my prayer for you today. If there are any chips of your life that you've been holding on to, uh, doubt, intellectualism, materialism, whatever it is, I'm telling you, the best thing you can do with your life is just push all those chips across the table. Lord, I surrender everything to you. And watch as this song or a song like it fills your heart so that out of the deepest part of your heart, you would say, Lord, I could sing of your love forever. Let's stand up. Let's get back into worship for just a few moments. Can we sing that song again? So Father, my prayer is that as we sing this song, we heard the testimonies that something special would happen in this room right now, that we would encounter you so that you can open up that lid from the deepest part of our hearts so that with genuineness, we can sing of how we love you. Come on, lift your voice. thought would bring purpose and value to my life, how I define my life. All of that pales in comparison to when I met you. I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about going to church. I'm not talking about trying to get your life together. I'm not trying to, I'm not talking about trying to just be a good person. I'm talking about meeting the real you. You're alive, Jesus. You change people's hearts and you're ready to change anyone's heart in here that would open themselves up to you, be vulnerable with you, because when they do, you will fill their life with a brand new song because of your great incredible love there's, there's a poem or I don't know, it might be lyrics to a, a song that I always think of I'll see if I can get it right Could we with ink the oceans fill where the sky above of parchment made, where every stalk on earth a quill and every man a scribe by trade? To write the love of God would drain the oceans dry, nor could the scroll contain the whole, though stretched from sky to sky. O love of God, how measureless and how strong it will forevermore endure the saints' and angels' song. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for filling me with your incredible love. Father, the prayer of my heart, setting aside any any right words that I'm supposed to say, Lord, the cry of my heart is that people here in this room today would receive your love that their hearts would be soft, that they've come to that place finally at the end of themselves, the end of doubt and disbelief, the end of rebellion, the end of holding you at arm's length, the end of punishing themselves and just receive your love. All that your people would receive your love today. That you would draw close to their hearts, bring them comfort, that you would bring them freedom, that you would bring them resolution and answers, that you would bring them forgiveness. All of those things accompany you when your presence draws close to the human heart. never know, that they will never know until they first let go of that stupid freaking heavy anchor and grab a hold of you. Mm-hmm. Father, they don't know of your great love, but you're so merciful. You're not offended when they push you away out of ignorance or pride. You, You just... You climb over any, any mountain, you cross any sea, any distance. You're so confident in yourself that you're not bothered by their questions, their doubt, their disbelief. You just stand there with open arms to receive anyone who would open up their heart to you because of your great love. your heart and let the healer set you free. of water that is refreshing and nourishing and will quench the thirst of your soul yet there's something that's holding you back and I don't know what that something is this morning but it is not for your good and it's not for your benefit but the glass of water will answer and will meet that need of your heart. So how do I, how do I grab a hold to that glass? Like, what, what, what does that mean? What does that look like? So in the stillness of your heart, just in your heart, you can initiate a conversation with the Holy Spirit by saying, okay, Lord, you don't even say that. You just say, "Uh, God, in the best way that I know how, in this moment, I just want to open up my heart begin a conversation with you. Do you have anything to say to me? You probably won't hear anything with those things that are jammed on the either side of your head. But in your heart, you will encounter Him. I don't want to say feel, but you will encounter Him. This is the message today. So, I did my part. Your part is to respond. While you're standing there this morning, you stand in lines twice as long as this for getting on the Gandhi. You're fine. Their disbelief. Their bitterness. so would you tell just really quickly tell the story of when you God say stay, stay standing sure. like what what was that tension like like where did you come from what was that tension like before you stood up to receive his love
4: I just remember sitting in this situation similar to this and hearing the good news hearing the good news hearing the good news that God loved me but I just kept thinking There's just too much. There's just too much I've done. There's just too much unforgiveness in my heart. There's just too much that, yes, His love might be great, but if if He really knew. And then I remember the pastor saying, "You know, He knows every single thing about you. That He knows every hair on your head. He knows everything you've been through. He's caught every tear. He's seen every mistake." And I just, for one second, opened my heart and thought, "Is that true? Could a real God, who really knows me, still really love me that way?" And I had believed that there was a God, but I hadn't—I never knew the depth of His love for me. And so, I remember, the, I remember having this just battle, and knowing I wanted to respond, but I just didn't know what to do, and then. like a gift in that moment that it was completely up to me to open it it was completely up to me to unwrap it it had been given to me the free gift of salvation the free gift of access to my heavenly father but i just had never opened it and i just remember for me the call was to stand up out of my seat because what would happen was the chains that were holding me down these lies that no matter what I did, it was never going to be good enough to earn his love. And finally, I just heard, you're right. It's not good enough. That's what the gift is for. Uh, receive the gift, open it, and that covers all that you've done. And then the big step is you surrender it all, just like those chips that Brian talked about. I'm all in. And I remember standing up, and as I was standing up, I cannot explain it other than how I experienced it. But as I was standing up, I just thought, you know what, I'll just take a, I'll just take a chance. What do I have to lose? My life is terrible right now. And so I stood up out of my seat and something supernatural happened, literally. As I was standing up, I played in bars and bands my entire life. Music brought me no joy anymore. My friends brought me no joy anymore. I was drinking all the time, just a numb. I just was in this place of just, what is this life? There's, where do you find real joy? And I was standing up. And it was like I was looking through one of those red viewfinders that a kid has that you click the little and the pictures goes around on that little disc. And I was it was like I was looking through one of those and it was thousands of black and white pictures brrr, of everything in my life. Things that had happened with my parents and deception and lies and where I the decisions I had made it brought me to all the bars and all the music I'd written and all the things I had done. And then it brought me to just straightforward and there was the cross. And it was like I just, in that act of standing up and surrender, it was like I took everything that had happened up to that point, and He just took it, all of it, and it was just in black and white, like a distant memory. All the shame, all the bad choices I'd made, and there was the cross. And just as quick as He took that all, from here over, I saw just the most beautiful, bright, bright vibrant colors and. It was me standing on a stage like this leading people in worship. like I was singing in color for the very first time. I was 23 years old, and it was like everything had changed. I had to relearn how to think to line up with his promises, but he gave me a brand new heart that day, and I just desired him. I didn't desire the things I used to desire anymore. I think I sang that next Sunday, which I don't even know if that's biblical, but I sang a song at church and I made it about two seconds and I was just a mess like this and I was just crying my guitar was soaking wet and the pastor gave me five Sundays in a row to try to get through this one song was it wasn't it uh,
1: what song was it
4: it was the more I seek you but right. the secret quiet place huh? I want to know you more
1: well, that's good
4: that little pink CD <laughs> yeah yeah that's my story could be yours.
1: chapter 2 verse 21 one verse says this 8 days later when the baby was circumcised he was named Jesus the name given him by the angel even before he was conceived even before Lissa stood up and responded to his love God was reaching and reaching and reaching to her even before she responded to his love God had made arrangements so that legally she could have right standing with God. Even before you got here today, God had been engineering and working and aligning circumstances for this moment. Even before you faced that rotten, awful, sucky situation that you've either walked through or are in right now even before that hit the fan God saw it and in his goodness and in his mercy has made a provision for your healing for guidance for you for security for a revelation of his character the question is today would you Will you receive it? He didn't organize or orchestrate that awful thing to happen. Because that's not what a good dad does. What a good dad does is even before it hits the fan, he goes and he places something in there that will show you his character, that will give you a way out, that will equip you and arm you. The question is, will you receive that? That's where that song comes up and out of our heart. I could sing of your love forever. Because no matter the circumstances or the difficulty, we can sing of his love forever because of realizing who he is, what he's done in our life in a very real and tangible and practical way. So, just one more time, I could sing of your love forever. And if you have not yet, I'm not talking about getting saved. I mean, that's up to you. Like, if you need to do that, go for it. I'm talking about just encountering his love today. Holy Spirit, will you soften the hearts of your people? Continue to soften them. See like... The candle out there, the first five minutes, nothing happens, but... Over time, gradually, the candle gets softer and softer. That's somebody's heart in here today. Lord, would you continue to shine your love on the wax candle of their heart and continue to melt and soften their heart? You might want to open your mouth and sing the words to this song. You might want to just hold your hands up in a position of surrender. You might want to tell him, I'm sorry. You might want to ask him for forgiveness. You might want to just invite him to draw close to you in your own words. Well, that was the message today. Better than I could have preached it. Uh, what are we gonna do from here? Okay, we gotta do two things. We wanna give you an opportunity to, to give as another way of worshiping the Lord. We've got just a few uh, announcements for you because uh, we're gonna meet back together here on Tuesday for Christmas Eve service. Um, Well, let's get through those things so we can kind of stay back in this thing. And uh, members of our prayer team are available and in the back. They would love to pray with you if there's anything that you need. Um, But last week, last week was week one of two of giving a special Christmas offering. If you gave last week, fantastic. Of course, you can give again if you want, but We were we're talking about uh, three different things that the special Christmas offering will go to. Number one, um, for uh, all that we have and are doing during this Christmas season, the ladies Christmas event, all of our various promotions and advertising, uh, just to get the the word out to this city that there's a church uh, who worships a God who loves people and our tribe is your tribe. Um, we talked about how this Christmas special Christmas offering is going towards missions international and local, um, international in 2020, as we pray about where God would send us, but then also locally, uh, through, uh, an initiative that we're going to put together this winter to love on and, uh, reach J1 students, um, that, that come in from all around the world during the summer, um. And then the third thing is that that your your special Christmas giving is going towards is finding Tribe a new home. We rent this place from week to week, and we set up and we tear down. We don't have to tear down tonight, today, Uh, so that's great. But um, praying about and giving towards Tribe's next home, and on that Connect card, there's instructions on how you can give. Also on that Connect card, as Clay mentioned, if you're brand new, we'd love to hear from you and uh, you can fill out that Connect card, put it in the basket. So uh, the baskets are gonna come around twice. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pray for both once. Then the baskets will come around and then they'll come back around. So you can give or press give twice in that way. And uh, your Christmas offering will be designated towards those things. And after I pray, Clay's gonna share a few quick announcements with us and then we will get out of here and we're still right on time. So let me pray over the offering. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for being so good to us. The The cry of my heart is that I could sing of your love forever. I sing of your love with the words that come out of my mouth. I sing of your love by the choices that I make. We sing of your love through the giving that that we make today, Lord. I ask that you would take these tithes and these offerings and you would use them to make your name famous here in this community, in this church, in this region, and even to the uttermost bounds of the earth. We pray these things in Jesus'
5: name and everybody said, amen. Clay? All right, Tribe fam, I've got two announcements for you, and these are related to some services that are happening in the next week. Tuesday is Christmas Eve and we will be doing our Christmas Eve service we're making it easy on you because it's in here so same place but the time is at 5 30. So 5 30 Tuesday Christmas Eve service it's going to be busy this is going to probably be one of our biggest services of the year so definitely plan on arriving early and we want to roll out that welcome mat for our guests so consider parking a little bit further down the hill and making the longer walk just so we have those open spots Guests. Speaking of guests, we'd love for you to invite someone or many people to the Christmas Eve service. Uh, I've heard this multiple times today that this is the time of the year where hearts are softened. And honestly, people are more open to going to a Christmas Eve service, so it's a great opportunity. If you've been investing in someone, it's now a time to invite them. And we, we make it easy on you because we have these great cards, you can, these announcements. You can pick these up. These are not for you on your refrigerator. I know they're beautiful. They're amazing. But these are really for you to pass out. So take a handful, pass them out, invite some folks. We'd love to fill the seats here for that Christmas Eve service. All right. A week from today, so next Sunday, December 29th, for our 10 o'clock service, it's going to be a pajama party and it's going to be at your house. So let me kind of explain that a little bit. We're going to be doing Family Jammy Sunday. Hey Clay, you you got did. it. Nailed you it. Family jammy Sunday. Uh, we've done this once before. We did it in the spring. It was very successful. So we're going to try it again next Sunday, 10 o'clock. There will not be a physical service here, but you can log into Facebook or uh, jump on the website. That's tribejh.com to see uh, the the service at that 10 o'clock. It'll actually premiere at 8 a.m. So you don't even have to wait until 10 o'clock. If you want to jump on it at 8 a.m., you can do that. So definitely look forward to that family jammy Sunday. December 29th.
4: People got mad last year because they were expecting Brian and I to be live in our jammies. And I was like, how is that fair? We can't see you.
1: Yeah. Like, that's weird. And you I don't mean,
4: want I to.
1: Yeah. you don't want to know what my jammies are. No. That's personal. Uh, yes. Awesome. Um, that's all I got. Come back. Holy I don't wear jammies. Holy Spirit, Come back. All right, so uh, please take these and and give them out. Here, Leah McFarlane, you need one of these, don't you? I mean, what would it be? You're here. I had to call you out. It's not really church unless I call you out. Scott's just glad I didn't call him out today. All right, stand up. Let me pray for you. We'll get out of here. If you felt like we're all twisted up inside in a good way and you're like, I don't know what to do with this, but I need to do something with this, after service, when we dismiss you, come talk to me. Come find me. Come find Lissa. Uh, the members of our prayer team in the back—they'll—they'll they'll like pray through all your junk and love you. And you're just gonna feel—you're gonna walk away being like, oh, "Why did I wait so long?" Lord Jesus, thank you so much that even before we messed up and we blew it, even before we knew that we needed you, you made a provision to pave the way, to draw close to our hearts. And so my prayer this week, Father, is that your people would draw close to you so that out of their heart, they would just sing of your great love for them and for your world. We pray these things in Jesus' name, the strong Son of God. And everybody said, amen. I love you. I want you to have a great week. I will see you back on Tuesday. Until then, you got this.